This week, we got the saga of Tiny the Evil. Cantrell, take it away. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome, bro. No, stop. Stop blowing smoke up my ass. I'm just fucking That was around. great. I'm going to clip that, and we're just going to recycle like anime titles to like, <laughs> jigsaw it together. Just make it feel like a, I'm, I'm recording, what is it, like the commercials for like the... Uh, the radio stations where like they have Come that down to Dave's plumbing. Get your <laughs> pipes cleaned. Yeah. Or the ones that they'll have like famous singers like say like every number imaginable because that's like all the the, uh, the stations. That's crazy what they can do. Apparently a lot of those voiceover people aren't even real. They're they mean, just like not, um they're like, like AI. Programs. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. I believe it. These days, I fucking believe it. Did yeah, you see all those like deep fakes that they got out now? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That I want, I want a, like a old dude in like a recording booth where you can hear the flim. I don't want this computer shit. <laughs> I mean, that's what they were saying. Like when MP3s were taken over from CD or no CDs. Taking over from cassette tapes, taking over from uh, records, all that jazz, or a tracks, and then records, and whatever the fuck it went. Like, yeah, I don't like I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna sound like such a dweeb, but like, what? When I was listening to, I mean, of course they're like modern day records. So like, I, how good is the like? I I didn't really notice there was like a a big difference. I was like, oh yeah, it's music. You know, because they say like when it's if you're listening to like Spotify on your phone, stream through like your car or whatever, it's like, OK, it's good. But then you're supposed to like if you sit in a room with like your vinyl record player, man, and you just listen to that shit and all that, you know, you're supposed to take you to a different fucking dimension or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Like I maybe I got Maybe I got to smoke a lot of weed, put some headphones on and then like plug that shit in and then play i don't know but yeah until your headphones aren't plugged in but then you're still i can hear the music man i'm just still going oh it's the music's not from the record player it's from in here it's from my soul it's always been with me man i do i'm a music nut so i just never got the whole thing with vinyl i got i have one it's kind of cool. It, it's Bluetooth and it plays the records, so I can just connect my phone to it, but I have headphones. Right? Like, I feel like they, with all the technology, they can make it sound fine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work, and then I'm always scared I'm going to scratch the fucking records. Then I'll be throwing them around like Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Do you remember, like, back in the PS2 days, when we would have the, uh, like, at least I did. I remember I would always ask John for, like, can I borrow that disc cleaner thing again? It'd be, like, a, like a thing that you would, like, a, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a CD or whatever the hell, like, the disc 
that would go in and like kind of like clean up whatever the lens is or some shit. You had to like wait for it to recalibrate some what the fuck ever stuff. I always thought that was funny. Yeah. Like looking back at today, I'm like, was that real? Was that like actual shit that made sense or? Yeah, I was poor, so we used toothpaste. Oh, okay. Apparently, if you put toothpaste on it and then wipe it and then wipe it off, it always worked. But then how much is that? Is like it just needed to be wiped off. <laughs> oh no, I I made sure I always because these fucking goggles, I made sure to always have the uh, a little soft fi- fiber cloth always. Mm-hmm. So I would brush off all my discs with that. But when it would still not read. For like the PS2 or whatever like that. I would have to put in that disc that would like clean it up or whatever. The lens the, uh, some shit. The PS2 was the worst one because then the screen would get all red. You're like, fuck, no, oh, please yeah. don't. That, that, that demon startup <laughs> thing where you're like, am I in hell? Yeah, that one was... Man, Fucking... I do miss the PS2. I wish I still had mine. It's a shame. I know where mine is. It's out there. Do you still use your Game Boy? Uh, no. Can I buy it from you? I gotta find it first. Fuck. If you find it, I'll buy it from you. Okay. Big money. We'll do. I do. I've been wanting one, but I'm not willing to spend three hundred dollars for one. That's what they're going for these days? Jesus Christ. Well, the nice ones. With like the backlights and all that shit already in them. The advance. Oh, yeah. I got the SP. The one that looked like a fucking flip phone. Yeah, I had one too. It was black and it had like graffiti on it. Ooh. It was like some I special had, edition thing. I had the red one. Nice. I just want to play yeah. Pokemon. That's it. Yeah, it's fucking... The only problem that sucks with that is the the there's like a battery that's inside the cartridges that when that battery dies, then you can't save the game progress anymore. Really? So, yeah. So remember when I played through yellow version all the years ago and Mm -hmm. I like mastered it like I know I can't I couldn't do much because I couldn't like trade. So I couldn't like get like final forms of like I remember I couldn't get Golem and Gengar and my champ and a few others, Alakazam. I couldn't get him either because you had to get fucking trades. But um, man, I I remember I fired it up one day after that, you know, after I did the whole run, Elite Four, all that jazz, and I beat the game. And it had Mewtwo, had all the legendary birds, had all the fucking shit. I remember, I went back onto it, and I guess the battery died finally on it. And then I went and it wouldn't let me load the game. I was like, oh, it happened finally. So. Yeah, damn. That's why you're better off just getting like an emulator. To be honest, like for all that shit, because then you could probably have. Because you know what I mean. Like it's, it's stuff that's so dependent on stuff that's no longer applicable. It was kind of like a disservice, yeah. you know. Because like I really did want a Gengar, but I was stuck with a Haunter. Oh, he's know? my favorite favorite Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, Gengar. Do you rewatch the? The Haunted Mansion episode from Pokemon is pretty good. I haven't... I don't think I finished Pokemon, to be honest with you. Guess what we're doing in January. (laughs) (laughs) 
gonna watch all Pokemon start the fit. Like it'll it'll be a good ride through nostalgia. That's for sure. Like I'll enjoy it. I, it's on Netflix. I started rewatching it. I'll turn it on just for noise. Still holds up. You get all sweaty when Misty comes on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Anywho, dude. Speaking and of shit. getting sweaty, we got to talk about our anime this week. We keep oh, fucking yeah. doing this shit. We it load up the podcast anime, and then we fucking go on these tangents that don't talk about. The- all right. Sorry, everybody. We, we're, we're back on track. We're focused. We're, we're not going to edit any of that out, though. So we're just going to we got to stay in the group. No. Saga of Tanya the Evil had to start that shit on season three because that's right. Like, I guess season one was like the Japanese original and season two was probably like some redo or whatever the fuck like that. And then season three was the dub. I'm assuming that's how it went out, right? Like, because that was the only way that I was able to watch it. Sometimes Crunchyroll does that shit. Oh, so it wasn't even a. It's probably not even like that. It's just purely Crunchyroll. Yeah, if you notice, season one is the Japanese, but then all the other ones are all say uh, season three. So it's like the German dub, the French dub, whatever else on there. And then the movie, and, and there's like a goofy like episode that they did. Now that, you tell me, now that you tell me that there's movies, I'm definitely going to watch one of the movies. I think it's only one. It might just be one and then the... And then the other ones are like dubs of other... I think so. Okay. I saw a bunch of shit on there and I was like, oh. But what's your thoughts on it? My thoughts, I'm definitely going to give it an A. I'm going right up there, ranking it as an A. It was great. It had that whole thing where you're trying to figure out like... How far can you push it to where it's like, I don't need to believe in a fucking higher power. Fuck you. I'm all about rationality and logic and reason. Ah! Like, you know what I mean? Like that. And then how and I really did enjoy the parts where there was like people that were just so religious fervor, like by the power of Jesus Christ, ball sack, testicles and the Holy Mother of Mary fucking like, I'm going to kill that person. Like it, the, the intensity was was up there. Oh, that's great. Especially when this is going to be spoilers, obviously, but when she gets kind of cursed the only way she can use magic magic is by praising being x yeah you guys are gonna love that i love that part of it because it's i really like that they made you know god very addictive and that shit just cracked me up bro for sure yeah it definitely made it to where like it was more lot plausible plausible to me you know what I mean? To where it's like, okay, you're going to have a guy. Because already God's going to shove you into the middle of a fucking war in one battlefield as a little girl. Like, so already the thing's already a little fucked where it's like, oh, you got to believe in me. I'm going to put you through this shit. So it's like, okay, I, I could believe in to where he'd be that and, and if she, Tanya, doesn't reform by the time they die, instead of just being reincarnated again, they're going to, she gets sent to hell. So. Which which is such a – I thought it was great because it, it gave you more stakes than just them dying at war. Like she had a reason to be like, I don't want to be on the fucking front lines, not just because I don't want to die, but she's so stubborn that if she does die, she's going to go to hell. So I like I, – the aesthetic of the show is fucking great. I mean the art style is a little iffy in some scenes. But 
we don't really get any of those post-industrial pre-World War II kind of vibes, you know? Yeah, it, it was it was definitely different in terms of just like it, it, they tried to they they mixed in all like the that one lieutenant with like the big fucking anime eyes and shit like that. So they mixed in that with like actual like locations that were trying to be historical and shit like that. So it was it was a, a, a blending that I don't know if it was better off for it. But and then the hairstyles too, they got me. I didn't hate it though, like. To where something like, uh, oh my god, what is that? Uh, with Thorfinn, I can't think of the name. The Viking Vin- one, Vinland Saga. Saga? Yeah. yeah, where they they flirt with historical stuff, but it's clearly more in that direction. Where this one, it's like, okay, we're taking from a lot of this, mixing this here and that, using some real world places like the Rhine, and then using plays off like I think. France was something empire. Then you have the UK, and they call it like the Allied Kingdom. The Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had America under like United Allies or some shit. But it was aesthetically, I think, as a show, that's why I thought you'd like it because it's definitely World War One. And after Jap- that, Japanese style. Yeah, and after that, because they they were going into the the mid twenties with it, like, you know, because World War one, if they continued to progress and I liked how the weaponry was like all about like realistic, like, Oh, that's, I was like, I, that's a real rifle. I was like, that's a real gun. I was like, that's like, and I had my little bit of a, my gun nut self kind of had a little boner when I was watching the show. Cause I was just like, Oh my God, I wonder what they're going to put like that whole one part. Spoiler alert. When, uh, that the guy comes back, and he's got a trench gun, a shotgun. He's like, a shotgun? That's a treaty violation, you <laughs> bastards! I was, I laughed so hard. It was the best shit in the world. There was a... And even the, the devices they used to fly, I thought were cool. Yeah, like, everyone had a different thing. Some guy had yeah. brooms, some guy had horses, all that shit. Uh, the, the Scandinavian guys had skis. Skis? Yeah, it was yeah. very, like... I, I, I liked it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, it gives them... I'm a person like if they all had like the the German ones were cool looking. I think the best looking ones, but it gave all the other ones more personality and kind of set them all apart. Yep. And they didn't seem too non-functional. Like the ski ones looked goofy, but you're kind of like, well, they live in the fucking tundra, so it makes sense that that's kind of the inspiration they get for their devices. Yeah, the UK guys had horses. Like, okay, well, knights. They're like, you know, trying to have that whole aesthetic. And then I don't know why they gave a man. Oh my god, that was she was in this movie. Jesus Christ! Sorry, this Amber Heard came up in in this fucking shitty movie that was was on, and I was like, that's gross. Anywho, um, <laughs> what's calls it? Uh, I don't know why they gave Americans broomsticks, but then I'm like, maybe that whole thing, like the Salem witch trials and the and mm, sort of that whole that's a good aesthetic idea. of whatnot. I didn't like, think I, of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But I was like, that's funny. Like, because we don't really have our own sort of, you know, no. magical entity besides 
Tanks. Brie Larson was in this too? What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sorry. Besides, like, if they I wrote a on- movie on in the background, folks, because uh, <laughs> Mabel's, um, let's go, she just likes to have the TV on in the background, so, and it's on mute, so I definitely got to miss a lot of the horrible dialogue, but just seeing some of the actors that came up in the names, I was like, holy shit. Sorry. Anyhow, we're back to, mm-hmm. back to the thing. Back to anime again. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was on me. Yeah, it's tough because I think of a horse for the Americans, but you already have it with the British. Mm-hmm. But so they were like, "Fuck it, broomsticks." I mean, I think they could have swapped it because that would have been more like, "Oh, okay, the UK, Harry Potter, Hogwarts." Mm-hmm. Like that would, you know, maybe if they swapped those two, would be better off. But you know, it's fine. America should just been flying on guns. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Flying on big Shermans. Yeah. Flying Shermans. Perfect. But that's more World War Two. And I was kind of hoping towards the end that because it is the saga of Tanya the Evil, I'm like, are they gonna do a little bit of like a imply that she's gonna be Hitler? But Oh I, god. Because that's what I thought. I'm like, because the age, I'm like, okay, she's Ten years old, something like that. Nineteen twenty-two, and then in my head, I'm like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> like, what are we doing?" But they didn't really go down that route. But I thought it would have been kind of—I mean, it would have been funny. But I'm just trying to think, like, because especially if they lost and then her like trying to get revenge on being X or whatever. I don't know if they go like the full tilt, but I figured they would have given her like some kind of more sinister ending, but maybe in the movie, like I said, I haven't seen it. So. Right. And I have a feeling that especially because of just how they named that guy's daughter, who's who took a oath at the end of the season to like go and fight for the allies to like be like their own Tanya, but her name's Mary Sue. So, like, you know, the whole cliche in, at least in, um, strong, yeah, strong yeah. independent women. Yeah, the term got thrown around a lot during, um, the Ray Skywalker bullshit back in the, back when, um, Star Wars was getting launched. Just the, the Mary Sue. That was the whole thing. And that's her. That's the name of it. So I was like, really? That's a little, but I, I still enjoyed it. So, but that, yeah, put the idea in my head that she's going to be the one that's going to go toe to toe with Tanya. And for those who don't know, Mary Sue is just a woman who is poorly written that she can do everything immediately. She knows all. She's righteous. Yeah, she's perfect. She's perfect in every single way. And that's just how she is. Yeah, because, you know, that's how people are. Don't need no training. You don't need no, you know, grit, determination. You know, you just got a tragic backstory. Perfect. You're, You're golden. Now you're able to go and do whatever you want. No setbacks. You're going right. to win, baby. Can't win so much, you're going to be tired of winning. <laughs> right. But I did like how like they contrasted that, though, with like every time Tanya was trying to do something and it wasn't working out, she had to like, spitefully pray for it to start working. And then, it, you know what I mean? Like, he <laughs> kind of made them earn it versus, 
you know, just everything get, you know, oh my God, like I'm immediately going to walk in and be the best person. Everyone's going to listen to me. Everyone's going to have the best ideas, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I really, I did like the, the tactics they would talk about, you know, like going through the Ford. And I always thought, I was like, wow, that's pretty interesting that they would use some of this stuff and make it feel, you know, the beginning of that episode, the Duke gets the fucking gun from his daughter. And then, you know, it, you kind of think like, oh shit, like this is going to, like they might lose. Like it's not guaranteed that she's going to win every battle. Like you don't think she's going to die, but especially because she's already in our universe on the losing side. So you kind of, you you really don't know if every battle she's going to go into, if they're going to win, if her squad is going to get wiped out or any of that shit. Yeah, it did harken back a lot to the Spellmonger series that I'm listening to, where uh, when they went against that one army that wasn't very mage savvy, and they kind of just like bulldozed them. Mm-hmm. I do where it's like I I really it, it was very reminiscent to the Spellmonger series where they kind of encounter that later on in the books where like they have a magical core and they come against the that don't and they're like okay well we're gonna make this a nightmare for you <laughs> and it was yeah it happened and then they invaded the city and they bomb the shit out of it did all that jazz so it was like i said i i really enjoyed it i i'm definitely putting it up there for a for a i don't know if i want to do a plus but definitely a for the time being i think i do a b plus just because i want to see how the movie ends first okay because i was kind of like meh on the ending of the show yeah for sure like that they definitely made it but i had that whole mindset of like okay they just do this because they want to sell the manga or whatever the hell like that so they're yeah. gonna like I don't even think it's a manga I think it's a weekly fucking I don't think it's like a actual book bound manga I think it's like a weekly online thing oh okay I think it's over by now but it should be have like a video game series about it then <laughs> type shit that would be kind of cool that's the one thing i like about that attack on titan 2 game is just swinging around because it's done really well so your character's just like you know in attack on titan they get thrown back as they launch from building to building and yeah, dick get... dick first that's how the guy mm-hmm. just <laughs> which but, i mean it's it's good i would like to see a some sort of ending because I don't know where you go for an ending with like the whole being X kind of rivalry. I feel like the movie would definitely be the the final piece to where it's like, yeah. right, this is how it goes down. This person, I don't know if we we finally get a heel turn on top. Like it's gonna depend if they do it in a cheap way or like it's if it's earned. Yeah, you well, know? I mean, like, because where where do you go from here? World War Two, like I said, World War Two. Yeah, she becomes Hitler, and then, yeah. and then <laughs> and that changes. Blows like, her head off in a bunker, like I don't know, <laughs> or goes to Argentina, or whatever, or, or that. Yeah, congratulations, Argentina, for the win. Mm-hmm. All that pure Aryan blood led you to victory against the French. <laughs> so suck ooh, it to them. Ooh, I've not seen any memes about that, bro. Well, now's the time to start. God damn, that wouldn't be a bad idea. You're welcome. Just mm-hmm. I'm a fountain of of memes and writing prompts. So, 
But overall, yeah, I give it a B plus right now. Hopefully, if it sticks to landing, I'd I'd move it up to an A. It's not an S show. No, no, not by any standards. But really good. Um, I mean, depending how they, if they end it very well, it, I don't know. I might move it to S because, like I say, it, it fulfilled my history. Uh, shit, it fulfilled the gun nut shit in me. You know what I mean? So it it, it checks a lot of boxes. But it's, it's just how it wraps up. It's got to yeah. really solidify it for me. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing something different historically wise because who knows what the fuck would have happened if Germany won World War One. Yeah, and just the ideologies that were spoken about the whole thing where it's like you need to really crush the life out of your opponent because if you give them mercy they will not take it as that and they will resent you and they will hold that hatred and that'll burn into something else. and it's like yeah that's what happened to wolf like that's exactly she just or tanya whoever the, the guy that's controlling tanya the, that whole whatever but that's taken directly from like their life experience historically speaking to what happened throughout the you know the treaties and what happened to fucking germany and all that like it's just it was very well put I have to say, like it definitely resonated. I was like, yeah, no, that's that's exactly that. Can you hear those trumpets? No. Okay. Is there trumpets? Yeah, it's five o'clock here. Oh, got it. Um. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, I, yeah, especially when they do the battle in that city. It starts with an A. I can't think of the name, but where they're killing the the rebels, right? And that guy's freaking out. He's like, you know, you can't kill all these people. And she's like, look, look over there. And that fucking kid's got, you know, the Aaron yeah, Yeager face. Yeah, I'm going to fucking. I'm going to kill these people. And it's like, that's war. That's why Attack on Titan did some a great job doing that. Like, not yeah, like, I got to watch season two. I'm sorry, everybody. I'll watch it. It'll happen. Yeah, we'll do that for January. But that kind of hatred towards your enemy. And it's just a cycle that never ends. So that would be interesting, or maybe Tanya somehow avoids World War II or some shit, which I don't know. It would be interesting to see the the allies be the fucking bad guys, but I don't think the story has that much life in it. It's just sort no. Of- I don't even think they're trying to paint it to where the allies are the bad guys. They're they're literally just painting it from the perspective like this is how it's happening. Where there are no sides that are, you know, because it kind of goes to show where it's like, okay, well, both sides do shitty stuff. But the way we're brought up, we're like, oh, yeah, America, we're the good guys in the shit. Where it's like, eh, like for yeah. World War One, it was the least sexiest war because there wasn't really any side that was good or bad. There was no, everyone was just trying shit out on both sides. You know, yeah, we, I, it, yeah. I like sorry. that in the show where that guy says he's like, this is a new form of warfare. Yeah, like, I think it's going maybe episode nine or ten. I was rewatching some of it earlier, but he's like, "Yeah, no, this is new warfare. That's where they start coming up with new strategies instead of sitting back and doing the same shit over and over." And I really like that because that was, if you think about it, Napoleon. I know we're getting into history shit, but Napoleon causes Vietnam. Because Napoleon basically leads up to this whole power structure, which leads up to World War One, which is World War Two, which leads up to Vietnam being independent, which leads up to the Vietnam War. It's just like a sequence of events that everyone thinks like, oh, well, World War Two started because Hitler invaded 
Poland. But it's like, well, okay, but why did he come to power? What are these things that were in Like, it's not just A and B. Well, like Hitler was also taking up – he was invading more land before Poland than we just never – didn't. no one did anything about it until Poland was like the last final show. It was like, okay, they fucked that shit up. So, Yeah, I mean they took Austria, Czechoslovakia. I think they took the Rhine back. Yeah, they gobbled up a few territories before and the Francis – I mean the, there was at one point though prior to all that shit where France invaded Germany – because Germany was like late on some war reparations and shit yep. at yeah, one point in time. Yeah, they went right? and stole a bunch of like raw materials. Yeah, France was like, yo, like swinging their big dick around. Like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? Where's our money? You know, just to think of that. And then they fucking got their fucking shit pushed in a decade later. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I hate the French, but. Don't fuck with the Germans, bro. Like historically, the Germans have not. Like, you guys have had ultimate battles with them, and the Germans are quite successful when it comes to killing Frenchmen. Not as good as the British, though. British got that shit down pat. They they know what they're doing. Or the Vietnamese. Oh uh, yeah. You know, without Napoleon, bro, France really has lost pretty much all their wars. They lost Algeria. I mean, even Napoleon, he lost in Haiti. I mean, he ended up losing in the end. But he had a couple of strings of dubs. He was tough. I mean, just if you look at the French army or the French military in its entirety, they still probably have a positive KD over, or at least they have a better KD over the majority like, of countries these days we always like to talk shit about the french but in reality they have a really still how much is that from well how far do you go back do you go back to fucking charles the great or do you like are we talking about france on its own like as a defined culture yeah i'm talking about like from the entirety of french french military carolin whatever the fuck carolingians all that shit not counting them no, I'm going. I'm counting like French, like fucking frogs, all the way to when they were wee wee with a sword. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. maybe. I mean, peninsula wise, Spain's not good. Italy's not good. Germany it depends on when you count them as a country. Because technically, America is an older country than Germany. Yeah. But if you count the Prussians and then the Holy Roman Empire, then no, but it's all. And then you had Austria, Hungary. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. It's definitely the one nation I think of that has a worse KD than them, for sure, is Russia. <laughs> like they, they win the big wars with like the little ones. They get their asses handed to them, bro. I, I it's, with Russia, it just falls down into like. Unfortunately, the way that their societies were always ran, it's just the corruption and the lack of organization always fucks with them in the end. That's why they can't organize type shit to where it's actually effective because all that stuff, it just gets fucked over. Logistics gets fucked up. Um, Leadership gets fucked up. I mean, it's just like there are good fighters for sure, 
but to organize them all to a common cause and to get them the right equipment and to get everything, you know, get everything organized in time and all that shit like that. It's just, they never had it. They never had it. No, and it'd be scary if they did. Cause they've always had a shit ton of people just to throw at wars. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Hell, in the middle of a war, they even found it to where they could fight each other while still fighting in the war. Like, it was. Yeah, that's crazy. But Or maybe Poland, too. Poland's always been, like, a stomping. Well, besides the, when the the Muslims invaded the Wing Hazars. But everyone has their peaks and valleys. For sure. Yeah. For France, it's been a lot of valleys, but those peaks have been top dogs. The peaks are peaks. Yeah. When they're kings, they're kings, bro. I mean, I they even their their fucking special forces units fucking still use revolvers. So I mean like Well I'm trying to think to the I know they go in the Middle East a lot still. I mean, there's still the French Foreign Legion. They're all like that. Like they, they're still, they're still yeah. doing shit. They're still putting stuff. I met one of those guys at Walmart, bro, when I lived in El Paso. Yeah, yeah. His uniform was sick. I don't know how they have those white boots. Like just, he was, he was from stuff. Africa. Yeah, it's because they don't fight. That's why they stay clean. <laughs> these days, yeah, these days. And France is massive, bro. Everybody's like, oh, Fran-, like Germany's pretty big. But if you look at France, France is fucking huge. I ain't bigger than Texas, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got like what? F- off the top of my head, five different ethnic groups. You got the French, the Brittany. Then south, you have. Uh, Starts with an O. I can never say the fucking name. Anyways, this is probably not interesting. Yeah, now now we're just historically Brandy. masturbating. Yeah. Like, oh, look at look at how much information we absorb for being fucking giant ass nerds all of our lives. But yeah, no, that going back to the show, I I did like seeing the evolution of weaponry throughout the years. Like you know, talking about the the, the gun nut shit that really. You know, they're just recognizing like, oh, that's a Luger. Oh, that's a fucking like I if you play Battlefield one, folks, you're going to be like, I know every gun that's in this fucking in this mm-hmm. show. Like it was really good and how it progressed. And like I said, the, the whole treaty violation one was a nice little homage to real life, which is great. Yeah, that was especially when you learn about the the stormtroopers from Canada. Yeah. Canadians, man. Don't fuck around. Canadians in wartime. They'll get you. They just pin up all that anger that they don't use on a daily basis and let it out. Hey! (laughs) Fucking scattershot shit. But yeah, it was good. Like I said, I really like the actual progression of war. Like not just the battles, but like the technology too. I do agree that. Yeah, the rockets? When they introduced that? I was like, Jesus. I was like, this is really... The V-1 rocket? I was like, okay. This this mad scientist better stop, you know, I think he knows he's going to be experimenting on people, dog. Yeah, Zyklon V. (laughs) (laughs) That that was cool. That was a cool scene too, because as soon as they said, oh, it's a 
a V1 rocket. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, we're just we're just doing this now. Yeah, but I like it was it was good. Uh, they they didn't have to take it there so many times, but they did, and it made it better for me at least. Like if you know some of the like if you don't know, you can be like, okay, it's yeah, a whatever. Yeah. Okay, I understand. But when you when the, when that shit keeps you awake in class, and you hear it get talked about on a random ass anime, you're told to watch for a fucking podcast. Then you're like, oh my god, this is awesome! So <laughs> it's it's a different experience. Because I could see other people being like, yeah, no, this is definitely like a C. What the fuck's going on? Are we talking about God? Why the fuck are people riding brooms with with fucking Band of Brothers guns? Bullshit. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, fuck you. But yeah, I think it, it went into the big kind of metaphysical stuff while also going into, like you said, the war stuff where they touch on yeah. how it's just a constant cycle. And I did enjoy it. I do like animes that kind of go into deeper shit because I've seen so many that are very vapid and one dimensional. So, right, which is like, I mean, not to shit on life lessons, but that was just like, okay, this is a show that you kind of like. There was little moments where, you know, I got to try to fall back into my Doomer days, but there, you know, there was times where he got to like kind of have a little bit of a. A Life. character progression <laughs> yeah. type moment. But other than that, though, they weren't talking about no fucking, you know, really well, in-depth type of shit. Yeah, yeah. He was always spouting that shit out of his mouth. But like sure. everyone else, though. But everyone else was <laughs> just like, whatever. Whatever, you bro. Up, you're like, going through it. Yeah, like the questioning God and all that. But he's telling it to like four-year-olds who are like, <laughs> okay. But then you have it in this show where it's like it's very contemplated on and there's, you know, sometimes God will even talk back and they just have the whole debates and just the, the angst and the anger and the and the spite and the and the history. And the just, yeah, that's why like I said it checks a lot of boxes for me. So depending on how it all ends and wraps up, I could potentially even slide it in at a low S rank. But really, but for like I said, I got to see how it all wraps up. Because as of right if now, it's, if it ends it's in Nuremberg at a trial, are you going to be like, "This is the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen"? If it if it goes that far, I I might have to. I might I might have yeah. to. I might have to give it to him. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, we're in agreement. I knew you liked the show because when. When I was told to watch it, it was like, oh, it's like World War One with magic. And I'm like, dog, you had me at World War One, but then you threw magic in and it already got me excited even more. So if you're a history, I don't even say buff, but if you just like history, watch it. I'd recommend it to anyone just as an anime because it might actually spur you to learn something. Yes, it does get a little bit of something for everybody at the very entry yeah. level too, you know. For for Sam, there's a child in it, so he'd really enjoy it. Zinger. <laughs> yeah. How he still wants to participate in things with us, I have no idea, but God bless you, Monty. I might have to cut that out. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna leave it in. I ain't cutting it out. Fuck him. Right? Don't look at the timestamps. Don't even be tempted to find it and delete it just keep it in 
Yeah, that's why I'm I was gonna leave the opening in, even with the clicking shit. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, dog. Fuck it. We already said fifteen minutes or fifteen seconds is a long time, so <laughs> I'll have to deal with it. I'm gonna take the squeaky. Maybe you wanna you wanna say something about the podcast? Yeah, there's really not too uh, too much more to say about it. I have not, unless you have one. Which I guess we don't have to do isekais anymore. I have one that I really want you to watch, so we can either do that one after Total Fantasy Knockout, or we can just what is it? It's called Konosuba. Yeah, you've said that. You've mentioned that one before. Yeah, it's really really funny. Is there I, depth to it? Is it going to make me think? Or am I just going to be like, ha, 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 the whole time? It's kind of... It, it's a re, like it's a isekai, so a reincarnated story, but it, it's going to really... has aspects of video games in it. Okay. So I think that will... And it's just... Fun. The dub's really... I always watch the dub because the voice actors are really good. And there's a little pervy stuff. There's some. I was told by Riley that the main character reminds him a lot of me. Oh, perfect. He told me that if I was re, like if I got Isekai, he's like, that would be you. And I'm like, okay. And I watched it. I'm like, all right, I guess. Is that what you think of me? But okay. Yeah. Well, that was me watching fucking life lessons, but I was at least able to be like, yeah, no, that's totally spot on. <laughs> so he does some stuff. I don't want to spoil it. We might watch this one next and then do the... The, uh, what's it called? Total Fan... Fuck, that one's going to be good, too. Oh, I think the last one I want you to watch is on Netflix. Actually, I started watching uh, Uncle from Another World. So we might do that. There's only seven episodes out right now. But the whole story, like, his uncle got knocked, like hit by a truck but he lived but he's in a coma but as he's in a coma he's in another world so when he wakes up in our world he's like oh yeah i i have all these magical powers still and so they instead of being like oh my god they make a fucking youtube channel (laughs) it's it's good i i'm about halfway through i think i'm on episode four or five okay i think you'd like it because he, the first thing he asks when he wakes up, he's like, who's winning the console war? Is it Sega? That's <laughs> 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 uh, funny, bro. I want to, I mean, I've, of course, the internet and the algorithm and talking to you about all this shit and my phone sitting right here next to me. It's definitely listening in on what I'm doing. So I'm getting mm-hmm. a lot more anime stuff that pops up on the feed now. And there's there's one... That I'm curious, and I think I got the name of it from a comment section about it. It was like something about like a dragon goes house hunting or something like that. Yeah, I sent that one to you, where the dragon punches the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it's like he got a knock first, and he's and he's just not, and I I laughed. So I was like, I might want to watch that one just because of that one scene. I haven't seen it. So okay. that'd be um, funny thing. I think the voice of the dragon is the main villain from. Uh, Jojo, 
the very first one, Theo Brando. You, you might like JoJo, bro. A bunch of ripped dudes named after American bands. There's yeah. literally a guy named Ario Speedwagon, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I heard some friends of mine that were big into JoJo. Um, what is it? And then one of my friends, uh, she's also an anime person, but she's uh, she's she doesn't like all the popular ones. She, she definitely goes for the, the more niche ones. We got to have her on. I'm trying to get her to come on the show, but she's like, no, I don't know anything about it. I'm like, come on. Stop being a pussy. But no, she's uh she's great. Tyra. Shout out to Tyra. Because sometimes she'll listen. Um what is oh. it? She what? She's not gonna come on if she hears me like spouting nonsense, bro. I feel bad now. Tyra's great. She don't care. Uh well she probably does, but uh for me, she'll come <laughs> on. Hopefully. Um She was telling me about a couple on Netflix that she was watching. There's one that's I think it's called Erased or something. And that's kind of like more of a deep one. Time travel. Yeah. Yeah, time travel. Uh, so maybe her and I can watch that one. I haven't watched it. I just know it's... They have a live action one, too. She did tell me that, too. I haven't, see, I haven't seen either one. I've heard not... like I have heard bad shit about the time travel, so it might be well done. But I heard it sad. And my life is sad enough. I don't need this other shit making me sad, bro. Bro, sometimes you just gotta embrace the suck to realize that my I suck watched... isn't that bad. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm gonna boo-hoo, woe is me. Then you watch some shit and you're like, well, it ain't that, so I got yeah. something to look forward to. Grass is greener on my side of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> just saying oh did you uh did you watch any of the the trope stuff at all that i recommended yeah. to you last night yeah i did i watched it i watched at least over an hour until that girl's voice got on my nerves <laughs> <laughs> so i was watching him in order and then i started skipping to the ones i really heard dystopia one i i understand because they go back it's her and some other guy they did too. Yeah, they hello, future me. Video. I think yeah. he's another YouTuber that talks about writing and stuff. And I enjoyed. So, like 1984, I've you know read. It's a good book with a very set. Like the ending's kind of fucked. You know, you you have this sub story to the main. You know, the dystopian plot is the whole main story. Mm-hmm. Then you have the sub story of like a little romance, and then breaking it down really was like okay, like I've read it before, but I never really thought of it in that way. Like just you know slicing it down. Um, then there's stuff on the antihero stuff. It that one was weird because she talks about Batman, I believe, and she's like. She kind of shits on the newer, like the, the Christopher Nolan ones. She's like, well, he's basically just Punisher in a funny hat. And I'm like, thanks. That's all I'm going to think about when I rewatch him is that this is a Punisher. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's what I understand. Like, I told you, I was like, her, their ideologies definitely are more, like, left-leaning in terms of some stuff. But 
Like I, I kind of just take it for like, okay, that's how they see it. That's how they see the thing. It's not, doesn't mean that it's factual, but they did make me look at certain things differently and make me look at, Oh yeah, that is true. Oh, okay. That is the thing that, that helped me a but, lot when it comes to figuring out characters. She's and, not wrong either. Like he's definitely, she really criticized the Watchmen. I never really got into them, but when they broke it down and they were like, Oh, I think the guy may have been in that one. But, oh, we're talking about overly sarcastic productions and my girl Red, who does the trope talk, and she just like I love her. I think she's great. She just definitely goes in for these because she, she was like an English major, I presume, and she just goes there and just rips apart a bunch of different tropes throughout um, you know literature and throughout the years. And I do like that she she really tears it apart in a way that you can easily understand it. So that if you wanted to use that trope, like her. I don't remember the video it was, but was she talking about like the opening, like the gotcha, the hook? Yep. She's like, if you look at fucking Lord of the Rings, there's no hook. And she breaks it down like, oh, is it when Frodo gets the ring? Yeah. Is it this? No. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that makes, like, you don't have to have a hook. And I realized that. You think of like just I know we brought up Attack on Titan, right? The whole hook is like the beginning episodes. The first two, you're like, what the fuck? Right. This is this is not normal for anime, but it gets you hooked. And then her pacing too. She's like, once you hit that, like that's why everybody dies on Attack on Titan because you got to keep up that like anyone can go at any set, like the Game of Thrones shit. And that made me really be like, okay. Because there are times when you write and you write a really cool scene and then you go back to like your normal shit and you get like not paranoid, but you feel like, oh, shit, people are going to like stop being invested in the story because it's like, well, no, if it's a good story, if you just have a massive battle, you can't just be like if especially if it's like a medieval story based on realism, you can't just turn around and be like, and we're going to go have this other battle, like unless it's a different character and there's like a big war going on. Like even Game of Thrones, you're gonna have those breaks. Like you're gonna have Battle of the Bastards, and then you're gonna have them stand around and Jon Snow be like, "Yes, whatever the fuck that dude did." I mean, even more so, like in in actual warfare, there were like you once, like especially in like Roman style legionary combat, like y'all took shifts. We're like, all right, I I'll stand front for 15 minutes. Do my swinging, stabbing, this and that. If I die, great. If I don't, great. And then one of my 15 minutes is up. They're all right. Woof. And then they all fucking like, all right, I fucking, they step forward. I step back. And then I go fucking, you know, have a, have a drink, eat a thing of jerky and jerk off and go right back to the line. You know what I mean? Like it was, that's how it went back then. And, but like, but we don't think, and I hate and all those fucking, like, I hope that's a trope that she, you know unpack well i don't think it is because that's just the thing that they do because of more so motion picture stuff versus anything else where it's like think of 300 for example where the rope the the spartans are known for their phalanx formation well not well actually philip of macedon and and alexander the great just like that companion cavalry. um so but anyways but the whole like we're gonna fight in line shields tucked close shield wall formation type shit but what do they do in 300 we're just gonna fucking break apart and just do fucking willy twirly combat dancing in the middle of everything and that's why we're gonna win the day and it's like no you break formation you all fucking get massacred you all die you stupid fucks so sorry well there's also 
I get a little too into it sometimes. Like battles take days, if not longer. Yeah. Like you're gonna have waves of battles. Even back you know, even if you get routed, like you're probably gonna like regroup and then you're gonna keep like which is hard to do, obviously, unless you're doing like a specific Oh, her thing on realism was the Batman thing. Cause she went into the grittiness of Batman and all that. But uh but yeah, it's like battle time and then actual fighting. I mean, it could be hours or it could be like it just depends, right? Yep. But normally it's longer. But yeah, no, her her talk on that shit was really good. Uh, I was going to listen to the villain one because I'm curious on how she. I, I listened to the uh, making your hero uh, ant, or uh, whatever it's called. When you make your hero villain, I can't think of the fucking term she used. But and then vice versa. So making your villain into a hero and she she definitely pointed like you you can do a, a snip snap so <laughs> your hero could be a villain and come back to a hero, but they normally have to die because like yeah they're not a villain unless they've done something really bad. Yeah, yeah. I I liked her breakdown of mentors like it really it really made me realize like oh like I do realize mentors always died this is the reason why and this and that and I was like oh I was like oh my god I'm such an idiot and it helped me in a lot of ways mm-hmm. so where it's like okay if I if I'm ever writing a mentor character I don't have to kill him but I'm probably going to have to kill him <laughs> that's probably how it's going to go down and also too it helped I mean not to try to be all narcissistic or anything like that but it, it did it did kind of put things in perspective for me where my mentors in life are dead. And it's like, okay, well, it makes sense because they had to go or because it would be too easy for me to always fall back to them and have them solve my problems where it's, I had to learn how to do it myself. Yeah. So help me learn how to be the hero of my own story, essentially. Yeah. Because yeah, then it at least gives those gentlemen that I admired so much, like a purpose now for their passing, not just, unfortunate tragedies that have occurred you know that's true yeah if you really think about it that way like I mean, even just for people out there think of star wars obi-wan's gotta die yep or turn into moon dust whatever the fuck happened to him <laughs> evaporate <laughs> yeah like you you need that because also it should push your hero towards like independence they should have a you know, master student relationship, which is independent with a dependent. And now it should change. Yep. And that's sometimes you can get away with not. I do like the, like if you look at Batman begins, right? Russell Ghoul is his mentor who does eventually die, but they do an interesting thing where they make him the villain, obviously. And then now the student has to fight the master, which is always I feel like there's a very East Asian storyline. Like we don't do that a lot in the West. I wonder if that's like for cultural reasons of like, we hold like mentors or whatever in higher esteem. So that when shit like that, but in the East, I know it's like a lot of that. We get to turn on your old mentor or some shit. 
I'm not gonna just be speaking on my ass. Somebody might message me and be like, "Here are twenty thousand fucking examples of what they did in the West." The same way, but I hope they do. I hope someone does get amped up enough to write in that comment. Yeah, do I it, you pussies! <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, it's. I think gvs.cast at gmail.com. <laughs> I think when you're writing a, a, a story, like you said, you built the daily life. I think that is a good example for some of that. And her dystopian talk, I found really interesting. Like your whole villain. I don't think is, I remember that. Well, her point was like your villain is kind of the setting. It's yeah. the oppressive regime or all that. And then you can have like figureheads. Um, and then the Evil Empire video, too, she goes into it and she's like, this is why they kind of end focusing on, like, if you think of real terms, like, okay, if you overthrow the emperor and put, like, the rifle heir on who's a good person who's going to be a just leader, a couple generations, that person's going to be a shitbag, too. So you're just, like, continuing the cycle, which is the same thing that happened in Game of Thrones. At the end, they're just like, we're going to do a king's moot. It's like, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna elect kings and then it's gonna be Game of Thrones where you're fighting to get like you know it's gonna be five families versus four and then civil like it's the same fucking thing it literally solved nothing however in the podcast that they <laughs> oh yeah the fan podcast which you can find on Spotify, Spotify. or any other place like that yeah I mean, if anything, really if we could just use this podcast to whore out other pieces of media that are good, that help out with whatever they want. If someone wants to really like get inspired to where it's like, oh, okay, like I don't have to be part of this major big organization to put out something and it'd be better than what they fucking put out. I don't have to be some fucking... I don't have to go some master class and pay for a bajillion things where I could just find a, a whole YouTube talk channel that talks about this sort of shit. And then I could start putting these ideas into my book that I'm writing or whatever the hell, you know, just, I mean, Brandon Sanderson has his lectures from BYU on YouTube. And that guy, I think his, if you go to his website, he has his whole, how to write a magic system. Like on his website. So like, if yeah, you ever, I think red also talks about magic systems in her shit too. So like it's, I mean, you're, if you find authors you like, there's a good chance that they've written about writing as dumb as that sounds like find some or find somebody similar. And if they're not that big, send them a fucking email. But like, Hey, how'd you get this idea? And I know that Brandon Sanderson guy, he answers shit. Like he, and I guess if you're not in the dork kind of space, you might not have any idea who the fuck that guy, <laughs> that guy is. I haven't read his books, but I know who he is because hear all the fucking people talk about his works and I think they're turning something into a show or a movie. It might be fan made, but I mean, find something you like. I know that Shadowversity guy, he does great work too. If you're into medieval stuff where he built his own scabbard and he tries to look at like the historical context of if something actually works and how they would use it. Yeah. I like his breakdown on castles. Those are cool. He's building his own castle, bro. Yeah. He has like 12 kids because he's Australian yet Mormon, which is 
A strange combination. He needs more rifles, but yeah, anyhow. He can't have them where he's at. I know. He's got to fight the crocodiles with his swords. That's for sure. If he doesn't put a goddamn crocodile moat in front of that castle, it's a fucking <laughs> mistake. <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely recommend that channel you sent me. Like it's really good. Like even if it's just, I mean, they're not long videos. It like just 10, gives you ideas too, yeah, which and and it helps you look at something from a different perspective that I definitely needed in terms of, especially when I was creating characters for the campaigns and stuff. It's nice having somebody break it down so that if you want to build something, you understand why it works. That really helps because just going off of like tropes, you're going to write something, but if you don't really understand how it works, it falls flat. And then you're going to be like, well, why didn't this work? Because you don't fucking understand it, dumbass. You know? (laughs) So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. There's a couple other people, too, that I know off TikTok. I got to find their YouTube channel, but I'll send them to you. Okay. One guy does a real, like, he goes through books and he'll use examples. Like, he'll break down a character and be like, this is why this trope applies to this person. This is where their development succeeded here or that fell off here. Did I send you the channel that we talked about, like uh, historical warfare? Did I send you one of those videos? Oh, I gotta send you one of his because he he did great. Like he he broke down the different countries over the like the that went from um you know pikes to firearm formations and shit. How the whole evolution occurred through that. Now the only one I follow is the guy you sent me who does the rapier stuff. Oh, uh, Scholar Gladiatoria? Yeah, him, and then I follow uh, I don't remember his name, but he's a white guy, and he goes over, like, samurai battles. Metatron? Probably. Probably. Right? I know Metatron right. likes stuff like that. Because there's Metatron, there's Skalagrim. Skalagrim's good. That's That sounds familiar. I can look right now, I guess. Uh, Just gonna learn all of our nerdy shit, folks. <laughs> This is all I watch is this, and then like podcasts of funny people. Like I used to watch Matt and Shane's, but I'm so far behind I can't watch it. Well, what's Damn, that? Dog, what are you? What are you watching? Oh no, I had to click on the the video for it to show up. Uh, uh, so I started just... playing, and I was like, "Oopsie!" The Shogunate. He's got 127,000. But yeah, he goes, like, he breaks down the the history of families. And he goes down, like, all lineage. Like, he obviously did one on Oda, but then this one, the Summer Siege of Osaka. George Washington Hitler! (laughs) How Peace Changed the Samurai. The greatest samurai films of all time. The history of the Usagi clan. I think it's definitely worth, like, if you're into writing at all. I know we talked about doing a tabletop cast where we just help, like, I don't even know what we were talking about, like, character development and bullshit, but. I would definitely have Dave come in for that one. It's hard writing shit. Uh, 
especially the way I write, like the way I write the uh, story, like even my essays, I do like the skeleton kind of style where I'll write my beginning, kind of get an idea. And then each paragraph, I'll write like a sentence of where I want it to go. And then my end. And then I fill in, you know, the meat. But it's hard to do when you're doing creative writing because you might be inspired of one section that you're writing. And then after that, come back a day or two later and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Because <laughs> it, won't, it won't add up if you write it hip hop like I do. Because I'll go from like writing in the first paragraph, two lines, and then be like, fuck it, I'm going to write my third one. A video essay. How long is this? Probably 20 minutes. Oh, I was hoping it'd be like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> what is some like omnibus of like. I can send you a few of those too, brother. I can send you. Like I said, I loved listening to someone do a Oblivion talk that was like 12 hours long. There's a lie. I don't. What? Oh, God. Honestly, there's a lot I don't know, like history wise. Like some areas, I'm just like, Bleh. like really anything before 1056. I don't know shit. Yeah, pre Battle of Hastings. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think anything before that. And then, oh, fuck, when does Rome officially fall? It's in 200, right? I don't know. It's whenever the Germans took over. I'm going to look that up. But it's very interesting. And East, too. I don't know shit about, like, especially China when I took that East Asian class. They're like, yeah, China has 10,000 years of history. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Bro, I'll send you my notes from my Southeast Asian history class because I took them. uh, I still have them saved on my... uh... On my phone. Nice. And uh, they're a real hoot because I did not give a fuck when I was writing them. So So, you'll hear some shit. I think my fate, my, oh no, my Vietnam War one was the one that I wrote that was fucking bonkers. I love that one so much. But anywho, sorry, another, uh, I just. Just it being able to admit that, like, there's a lot that I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, it right. just it does help to where you're like, okay, let me see if I could absorb that. Because it's like, oh, I know I don't know this. Oh, I know. And it, and whatever you do learn, it, it and then it kind of like sheds a light on something that you thought you did know already, and that puts it like, oh, and then it'll make sense because like you knew it, but like in a passing way, and then it really didn't make a lot of sense. We kind of just took it as like, oh, okay, whatever. That's and then it'll you either hear it and it contradicts it or you'll hear it and it'll make it make sense. And I'm like, holy shit. Or especially when it connects to something else and you're like, Oh, so because this happened, this eventually leads to, you know, George Washington, Hitler being the ruler of Japan. Like that, that I've always loved about history is when you see it, because it's just a, a sea of information. Like I said, you can go from Napoleon and connect Napoleon to Vietnam. And it's just, it really makes you, uh, I don't know, maybe more appreciative of good writing. 
I think George R. R. Martin's a good writer. I know that's actually a controversial take now where people shit on him because it's cool, but I think he does good shit. He steals a lot from English history, goddammit. Yes, <laughs> whole, he does. The whole fucking thing is just the nasty shit England has done to Scotland and Wales and Ireland. Even the island, like, once I realize that and I'm like, okay, even the fucking Westeros kind of looks like England. Like, you can see it. But. Shush. Stop <sighs> yeah, I don't know. This has nothing to do with anime now, I guess. I guess it's writing, so it does. You see that a lot. It's, dude, there's so many bad tropes in anime. The worst one is the the stupid protagonist. Like the real blockhead one where they like, they'll make progress one episode and then the next is just gone. <laughs> and I learned from her, like she had said something in one of the videos where it's kind of, it's, I think it's the hook video where they, she talks about making progress in order to keep people interested. So they keep the pace and then they spike it in order to keep you there. So like he's an idiot, idiot. He does something cool or he gets like whatever kind of anime it is. Or even if it's a romance one, it's like, okay, they make progress and then they go back to zero to keep you watching or to keep you invested in the story. It's like, yeah. Did you hear that? Dinner? Yeah. I'll have to edit this out. God damn it. Keep it in. No. <laughs> I got nothing to write on. There we go. But I'm just trying to look up one of these notes that I made. Which uh, which anime do you want to do next? Oh shit! Um, we have the Konosuba one, or we can stick with the uh, Fantasy Knockout. Either or. Um, I really like the Konosuba. Like it's. One of my top five favorite animes. All right, we'll do that one then. You want to do that one first? Because like I said, I don't think we're going to do themes anymore. Besides Mecha March, because I remember that at like four (laughs) in the morning and I texted it to you. I'm like, it's Mecha March. But I want to get you caught up on Attack on Titan before the last part comes out. So I think January will do. Can we we just... Count Attack on Titan as a mecha. <laughs> we can. That's what I was thinking. Like if we meet mecha anime, if we can get to the beginning of season four by March, it'll be the first. We'll do fucking all meet mecha, meet mecha March. <laughs> right. Fuck it. Because essentially, what is it? It's just it, from what I'm learning now. It's just Gundam, but with meat suits. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, once you say it like that, then it's like, well, yeah. But I like my meat suit Gundams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Dave watched a lot of Gundam stuff, and he said there's some really fucking crazy. I think the Iron Orphans or something like that. I forgot. Iron Fortress? No. There's something about like kids and like 
being like forced to fight. It was like Dar- Darling in the Franks. No, that and, one is that Gundam. Is that a Gundam show? Yeah, Darling in the Franks is Gundam. Okay, very sexualized Gundam. Oh, so I was just in order to operate the machines, you need a, a male and female. And when they're in the machine, the guy's like straight up and the chick's like bent over in front of him. It's one of the rare ones where it's a, it wasn't a manga before they made it. It was a show and then the show is spurt, like turned into, they made a manga for it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it starts off really, I mean, it starts off pretty good. And then the longer it goes on, it's like. It's one of those ones where they had 24 episodes and then at like episode 17, they introduce this wild concept and you're like, dog, the show's about to end. What the fuck? And then it just ends. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to find a list Riley sent me. Oh, here we go. Oh, after, um, after Konosuba, could we watch, can can you finish gate? Yeah. More so than Berserk, because I know you're like, whatever for Berserk. But like, if you want to do me any sort of favors so we could gush about Gate, please do. Because that's one that I watched, and I loved it. I don't know if I'm going to give it an S, but I'm definitely going to give it to where it's like I enjoyed the fuck out of it. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it this week. I have nothing to do. I'm out of school. Is it Cabanery of the Iron Fortress? Oh, for the I don't know. I have to ask him. Oh. There's something about like kids being forced to fight and crazy shit going on Gundam style. Oh, they, uh, I don't. I don't think that's it. Jesus Christ! It's His like some sort of like big boss child soldier type shit, but in Gundams. Like <laughs> it was Is like that, that. What got you? You're like big boss, huh? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'll watch Gate. Uh, when do you... Oh, shit. Neon Genesis is Gundam. Mecha March, bro. There you go. We're going to have like eight shows to fucking watch. We might do it early because it is one of those big ones. We have, two, we have two M's months. So Mecha May, Mecha March. We could we could do four and four. If, if you said we have eight, we could do four and four. I was just throwing a number out. I don't know. Oh, all right. We can figure it out. Uh, Sam's almost done with the cyberpunk anime. Yeah, you guys can talk about that. That'll be a good one. He's gonna be. I haven't. I haven't spoiled anything for him, so he should be done by the time this airs. Uh, but the ending's gonna fuck him up, <laughs> which is great. He says he listened to my recommendation. He's like, "Yeah, bro, I'm watching it." Like he said, "Yeah, oh, I don't think you're. I think you're getting whiskey." He's like, oh yeah, I've been watching it and it's getting good. Shit's starting to get crazy, huh? I'm like, yep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I was waiting for a text being like, what the fuck? I wonder if he'll cry. He seems like a crier. I'll cry. I almost did. It's like, fuck the show. <laughs> but I can't once. What was it? When's the last show that actually made me sob? Oh, the show? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I can't. 
I mean, I'm going to say one, but everyone knows it already. What? Leftovers. That show made me cry. Oh. I cried during Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, the movie. It's very sad. Don't be fooled by the name. We're going to watch that probably. (laughs) It's only in sub, though. That's fine. I don't mind. I'll watch it. Oh, what do you think of that uh, Asobi show? The one we watched together? The three episodes with the fucking heavy metal at the end? Oh, it was was fucking funny. I will say. Shit, we might have to finish. That one's really good. It's a shame. It's only one season. It's already been out for four years, so I doubt this will be seen. It's definitely... I could see how it's only one season type deal, but in a oh, good bro, way. It gets, but in a it good gets way. wilder, bro. Until it gets somewhere you're like, 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 there's a dude who shoots fucking lasers out of his ass. Like when she said, because uh, she said it, that was the thing that was said in the show. And now it's actually going to come true. Like, that's funny. Yeah. So she thinks Shogi is, <laughs> it's where you shoot lasers out of your ass. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's, My, it's it is funny. I will say, like, it's definitely. I didn't expect it to be how it was. Ow, fucking Mabel! But it's it's good. It's got a horror, like a low key horror vibe to it. For the unsettlingness that that creeps in throughout, that's uh, that's omnipresent throughout the whole show. Like, yeah, it's definitely got that shit down. Where you're always expecting some shit to just massacre him, like um, Doki Doki Literature Club type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh shit. We might have to do a full review because I I've watched it like twice already. It fucking cracks me up. Yeah, I mean, um, nah, it, it definitely got a few good chuckles out of me that I wasn't expecting to have. My favorite part is the beginning where she does that like I don't know face, and you hear the the national anthem. In the back, da, 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 da. <laughs> oh my god! And then when she's like, "Oh, I don't speak any English," and then it's on the flute. <laughs> that, was that was the favorite part, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I do think I gotta start learning how to get more comedy out of the the reading and the whatnot and the just the because i'm just so used to being spoon-fed my my shit through the same language that i'm used to hearing yeah. all the time so and it's a shame because some of them are better in comedy like the hensuki one are better in comedy better in english but some of them i mean like we gotta watch the ghost stories dub it's so fucking funny it's like the most iconic like this show, fuck, is old. It's got to be nineties. Uh, they sent it to get dubbed, and they just didn't send him a script. So, what? They, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so what they go the in there, and it is the most volatile shit. Like it starts off slow, where you're like, okay, and they're like, they it gets the yeah, so they just made shit up. That's bro. They do that shit now. 
where they'll take yeah. stuff and they'll like take out the actual dialogue and they'll just start making shit up as it goes and it's fucking hilarious. So the fact that they actually did that for a legitimate thing, fucking bro, I'll watch it. I don't care if it's a horror shit. I'll watch it. Oh, it's not. It's like nineties horror. It's like a kids thing, and it's so funny. But it's that's where that clip of like the kid running around the the track on the field, and he's like, "Run like there's a big black guy chasing you." <laughs> that's actual. Dub. That's the actual dialogue. <laughs> oh my god! And then he can't run any faster, and he's like, "Oh, I guess he's not racist." <laughs> yeah, we watch that. Konosuba's gonna come next. So many, so many good things that I had no idea existed. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth a watch. I was gonna save it for Halloween, but it's not scary. That's why I was like, it's probably the most iconic dub I can think of. But, oh shit! Well, it's already six o'clock. What do you want to do? Wrap uh, this up? Yeah, we can wrap it up here. We've we've, we've gone through our fair share of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of been a scattered show, but what what show of ours isn't a scattered fucking show? Yeah. They're well, lucky like that the... they're lucky that they get any anime content <laughs> in these shows to begin with. <laughs> well, that's, I was telling Sam that like you don't you're not as learned in anime. Like I can't sit here and be like, yeah, bro, and like Dragon Ball Z episode seven. You yeah, see we this, we like, can't like go back and forth with these like huge like, analytical debates about anime. Yeah. Like I can but, with like Mike about history. We could do history, no problem. Which we might do one day. I yep. have Bachelor's of History, that'd be a good podcast. Yeah. Have you, Goose, and Mike, and myself all just ranting about history? Or even just you three, because I'm already forced to do two shows a week now. <laughs> That's bro, like I said, I tap out every every so once in a while that some people take I edit this though. Yeah, so if I'm going to edit it, though, I'm like, well, fuck, I might as well make time to be on it. Eh, tease their own. I mean, like, if you get other guests on, like, if you get the. I can't remember her name. Tyra? Yeah. Then that's fine. I, I like having only two people on this, this one particular. Because when we had Sam on, it was just chaos, which evolved into party chat. <laughs> Right. So, and Dylan being on, that also devolved into technical issues. But we'll figure it out. I like doing bonus episodes too, but I don't know if Party Chat's going to be every week because of Monty's availability and whatnot. You're busy during the, the weekend, and then he's only available. Sometimes during the weekend, we got to fight him for the two hours we get. <laughs> well, if you get me on Sundays, that's my Friday. So, okay, does that work better for you? But the problem with that is he can't. I guess you probably don't want to stay up late either. But he has to tap out at like eight o'clock because I guess Mama needs some sugar before she goes to bed. Well, 8 o'clock for y'all is fucking 10 o'clock for me, so that's perfectly fine. Okay. And we'll do that. But yeah, yeah we might... Good. It's content, was... baby! We're putting out content. Yeah. As soon we're going to get picked up by the algorithm, it'll be fine. 
As many times as you've brought up bombing people, bro, I don't think it'll be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I was thinking we could rotate Fridays. Like if we have a show to put out, because if you do to like if you put one of your shows out today and then do one tomorrow, then this will go out on Wednesday. I can find somebody and put one out on Thursday and we'll have a show Monday through Friday this week. That's a lot. Too much? I mean, it's, it, it wouldn't be something that's sustainable. We'd be burned the hell out of ourselves. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I think of rotating Fridays because, like, I don't think Sam's available this weekend. So then we do a Bachelor's History one, then. That'll be good. You want to do that? Just rotate them? That's what I'm meaning, like, just rotate no matter, shows just on whatever, Fridays. Just put shit out whenever we put it out. People, uh, the people that I would follow... For YouTube content and all that shit back in the day, like they don't have like a set. I mean, they probably did, but that I never paid attention to. But some days it's just whenever they get it out, and I didn't care. I was like, "Oh, cool content! Listen to it." That's how I feel like you know. Should we go and see if how what what's what's what is looking like for our analytics? Let's give that a little. Oh, I'm already in the RSS. I was looking at it earlier. Eight sixty five, bro. I love how we keep like every time I, I I log in, we're getting up there more and more. I love it. Yeah, it's going up a lot. See? We're good. Damn, Brussels in third place. Whoever's in Belgium. Oh, bro, I tell you, they're they're fucking ride or die. Brussels has been with us. I love you, whoever you are. Right? Hell yeah. We shouted them out before on the podcast, so. Good for Brussels. Yeah. I'm starting to think that weekends are like a no-go zone for us. What do you mean? Um, well, because uh, I feel like weekends people aren't going to be wanting to listen to the podcast. They're going to be out doing shit. Yeah, it'll, Whereas, it'll, they'll listen during the week. You think so? Yeah, but then if your show comes out on Monday and then they have a Wednesday show and then a Friday show, that's why I'm like... I've, if we're going to do one every Friday, then I guess Tuesday, Thursdays can be for whatever leftover shit we have. That, it's just saying, like, during the week, that'd probably be your best time to get people listening without it getting, like... Listen, wh- wh- whatever crazy motherfucker wants to listen to us for this long throughout their weeks, like, y'all need help, first off. Like, we love you for tuning in, but y'all, please, go do something. Go Go, go outside. Without us in your ear, go swing a sword or shoot a gun or fire, you know, or or, or shoot a bow or do some push-ups. Or you're doing the opposite. You want people to listen more, dog. I want them to live. All right, I want people to live. That's what I want. With us in their ears. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> listen to us on your way to work while you're trying to figure out your day. Listen to us when you're taking a shit and you're kind of bored. You don't have something to do. But other than that, like, go out and live, people. Go out and live and have fun. Okay, and make I'm going to cut all this. I got to cut this. He's being unreasonable. <laughs> no, like, because uh-huh. one day you're going to wake up and you're going to realize, like, I didn't do fucking anything. And that'll uh-huh. be it. And it'll okay. be tragic. So, so don't do that, folks. Let me write this down. One twenty six. 
Anywho, yeah, yeah, live life, grab life by the balls, and suck it. While listening to us, just have us on in the background. That's fair, right? Yeah, have us like have us on in the car on your way to go do whatever you got to do, mm-hmm. and then get out and do the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. And then when you get back in, listen to us on the way home. Yeah, we'll be with you. And then when you realize life is pointless and you're going to leave your car on as you're sitting in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's perfect. Make make sure to listen to us as your final. Drift off to us. Mm -hmm. Because then you might, you might turn the car off and get up and say, you know, this isn't, this isn't happening like that. Or you might just slam your foot on the accelerator. Try to hurry it up. It's either or. And I'm fine with both. Get you to where you got to go, I guess. Either way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they get busy living. They get busy dying. (laughs) All right. Any shout outs you want to do this week? Uh, No. I I got a single one. Shout out to everyone that listens to us. We love you. We're thankful that you're here. Even though he's telling you to leave, but we're thankful you're here. <laughs> I'm not telling anyone to leave. I'm just telling them to listen when you want to listen, and then but go out and do shit in the meantime. Um, you know, just yeah, thank you. You're you are important, and you mean something. Honestly, the only person that matters is whoever's in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> and and what whatever fucking FBI CIA agent that's in Washington that's in Ash Ashburn because they're number one. Oh. They've always been top number one. So definitely some sort of government organization that listens to us that keeps us on track. <laughs> hey, bro, as long as they give us fucking listens, right? I'm cool with it. Go Ashburn, you crazy fucks. Mm-hmm. Let your hair down. Get crazy. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. Everyone have a great week. We'll uh we'll be talking to you soon. We got fifteen seconds till we hit one thirty. Go, 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 go. Uh we will <laughs> fight them on the beaches. We'll fight them on the <laughs> Oh, by the way, that movie was called In uh In Our Darkest Hour, I think. Okay. You might I remember, watch it. Yep. Remember that talk. All right, we hit we hit the one thirty mark. So we did our job. I mean, we would have hit there anyways with the music that we put in. For like, I know, so. but it feels like cheating, though. Okay, fine. Do you have a legitimate hour 30 for content that's not mm-hmm. just music? Well, Book and also, it. I got to cut out quite a bit because you're over here telling people to stop listening. Oh, shut your fucking whore mouth. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, that's it, that's it for us. Ta- uh, Saga Tanya the Evil. Pretty good. Would- <laughs> yeah, watch it. Yeah, would recommend. But we're we're finally in it. This is it. <laughs> yeah, goodbye everybody. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>